it's a beautiful Saturday morning and I want to particularly thank you for taking out your time to listen to today's episode of Voice of Eden. I don't take it for granted. I appreciate you and um, I promise you that by the end of this episode, your life would be changed. You would learn something that will set the course of your life in a different direction from henceforth. And I want to also plead with you that by the end of this episode, if you are blessed, then I think I'm advising that you share it with a friend so that that knowledge spreads and people, uh, Christians especially, are blessed and understand what the concept of perfection is because on today's episode we're looking at the topic um does christians really have to have it all together do they have to um keep up a perfection and live their life feeling like um i don't have any um any fault i don't have any loopholes my life is accurate and perfect and all of that so i got my text from james chapter 1 verse 2 and 4 and it says my brethren count it all joy when you face when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patient, but let patient have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I must first point out that perfection is a process. Perfection is really not a destination. But before I go into that, the first verse, that's chapter one, sorry, the first chapter of verse one talked about falling into diverse temptation. Most times when we read this, we excuse temptation, we excuse our secret sins. When we are falling into sin, falling into temptation, and we say, scripture says we should count it all joy. But really, that's not what it is talking about. The fall there means face, all right? It doesn't mean sinning. It means when ye are confronted, with um when you are confronted with diverse temptation when you are when you stumble into temptation that you should count it all joy knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patient verse 2 talked about trying verse 1 talked about temptation it is quite obvious that trying in verse 2 was making us understand that the temptation in verse 1 wasn't a temptation to sin but a temptation um but a temptation that comes as a test you see, let me explain it. Every temptation, every temptation we face has two, is two-sided. It is either to push us into sin or to test us. So when it is when the intent is for a test, for promotion, it is no longer called a temptation, but a test. But when the intent is to make us sin, it is called a temptation. So that's why scripture says God doesn't tempt us with evil. So you can also say God tempts us with good. But you can't call it a temptation anymore because every time a man is tempted with good, it is a test and not a temptation. So this temptation in verse 1 wasn't talking about a temptation to sin. It was talking about a temptation to be promoted, a test, an intent. Because verse 2 says, the trying of your faith walketh patient. And then it says, but let patience have its perfect walk that he may be entire and one thing nothing. So the question is what really is patient? So let's go into it. Perfection is not a destination, like I said, but a journey through a path called progress. And this journey is made possible by a means called patience. So you see, patience is a means at which we arrive at perfection. If the Lord must walk perfection in the life of a Christian, then the Christian must be patient the journey of a christian is is constant progression it shouldn't be instant perfection but constant progression every time a christian progresses the christian is the christian arrives 
at perfection. But let me not run ahead of myself. All right. I want us to understand that without a proper definition and understanding of the word perfection, we would never attain it. We would never attain it because we lack the understanding of it. We wait for it, hoping someday we would arrive at perfection. But we never know that we attain perfection every day we make progress. I think somebody needs to hear this. Because we lack the proper understanding of what perfection is like I defined earlier, we always wait for it, hoping that one morning we would wake up and suddenly we are perfect people. But we fail to understand that every day we make progress, we attain perfection. There's a common misconception that believers should be perfect, pretending to have our lives in order, um, wearing a happy face and saying some very religious statement like it is well, God is in control. Um, I'm, how are you? I'm perfect. How are you? I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm not negating positive confession. confession. I'm not. However, we shouldn't use that to cover the struggle we are going through. At times, we are ashamed to admit our shortcomings as if we should, it should not exist. We are ashamed to admit that we are still struggling with a particular habit. We are ashamed to admit that we are still having difficulty in praying, difficulty in studying our Bibles. We are ashamed to admit that we still, those habits we had in the world, we are still struggling with them. But listen, salvation through Jesus, however, doesn't change the fact that sin is present in the members of our body. No, our spirit is made new, but we still have our body. We still have our mind. We have to constantly renew our mind and daily crucify our flesh. I need to take that again. We give our life to Christ. Our spirit is new, but we have to constantly renew our minds and daily crucify our flesh. At a new birth, like I said, our spirit is made new, but our minds are not. We have to continually renew our minds by the word of God. I think striving for perfection can actually be a trap that pulls us away from living a godly life. Functioning in this way is a form of relying on our own capability. Jesus said that he came to heal the spiritually sick because they recognized their weakness. With an awareness of our inadequacy comes the realization for our need for God. If you say you don't have weaknesses, if you say you don't have inadequacy, then you don't, then you actually don't need God. You don't need Jesus because realizing our weakness and our inadequacy, we come to the realization of our need for Jesus. Jesus has not called us to be right, but to be righteous. Righteousness is a product of a sincere and a broken heart before God. So many times in the attempt to be right, we become unrighteous. You see, righteousness is by grace and faith in Jesus. Being right is by works. And we have not been called to attain perfection by works, but by grace and faith in Jesus. Being a Christian demands constant progression, like I said, and not instant perfection. I think I need to say this to someone. The perfection God requires from us or from you includes all of your imperfection. <laughs> you know, people say, people say, fix your life and then you can come to Jesus. No, today I'm saying to you as a Christian, come with your imperfection 
and God will use all of that to make something beautiful. He is the one that makes us perfect, not we. And if he calls you perfect with your imperfection, then you are perfect with your imperfections. God doesn't mean we should go on sinning, all right? He's only saying we should come the way we are. When I mean your imperfection, I don't mean you should go on sinning. It just means you should come the way you are. It is in coming to Jesus that we exchange our strength for his strength and our imperfection for his perfection. No man, quote me, no man can arrive at perfection on his own. You need Jesus to live a perfect life. And when I mean a perfect life, it means a sincere life, an open life with your imperfections. Every Christian is made perfect by the blood of Jesus and not by the manner of life that we live. That's the reason why I said being righteous should be more important than being right. Because sometimes in the attempt to be right, we want to be right and we fail and become unrighteous. My friend, I, I want you to, I want us to accept our neediness and seek God passionately because no man can arrive at perfection by works. Doing so will allow the following attribute to develop in your life. One of the attributes is the hunger for God's word, faithful service, depending trust, and decision-making based upon principle rather than preferences based upon the principle of God's word rather than your preferences, what you like, what you don't like, what you think, what you don't think. Your decisions would be strictly based on the principles of God's word. This is what happens when you wholeheartedly accept your neediness and seek God passionately. Patiently and mercifully, God matures us. God makes us perfect. Perfection is growing into maturity. Several weeks ago, I told you that God is never in a hurry to send us help. More than the help, we need the process so when, we, when the help comes, we will be ready to be helped. God is not in a hurry to send you help. Sometimes when the help comes before the process, you don't need it. But when the process is there, you need the help when it comes. Recently, I discovered that most often than not, Jesus would rather allow us go through before he comes through for us. Sometimes we're afraid of going through, but it is the going through that necessitates Jesus coming through. And the virtue we need to compel Jesus to come through for us is patience. I, I, I strongly believe that you're not confused but anyways before i end the show i need you to know that what i said earlier i need you to understand that being a christian demands constant continuous progression not instant perfection for every temptation we face is an opportunity for us to make progress hold on to it hold on to it Every time you face a temptation, I don't want you to see it as a means to sin. I want you to see it as a test to be promoted. So instead of falling, you pass it. Instead of wondering, am I the only one? Why am I being tempted? You see it as a test, as a trial of your faith. And be patient. And when patient is done, you'll be completely perfect, lacking nothing.
All right, I want to say a big thank you to you for taking out this time to listen to today's episode of Voice of Eden. Like I said before, if this has blessed you, share it with a friend and I'll see you next week Saturday. Have an amazing weekend. God bless you.